Okay, well, this is just your weekly reminder that we post every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for the full visuals. Go follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Nothing But Controversy. On Twitter, it's at NB Controversy. Make sure to go to nothingbutcontroversy.com slash blog to check out all of our newest blogs, including our weekly NFL awards, our weekly NCAA Top 25s by Shaner himself. One of the best looking guys on NBC. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and if you want a link tree to all of our social media platforms, go to our Instagram page and click the link in our bio. Let's go to episode 42 right now. This is nothing but controversy. Four guys on a podcast and we're talking about sports. Four guys on a podcast and we're talking about sports. Nothing but controversy with Matt Dawson, Cam, and Shane. What's up, guys? And welcome. Hey, welcome to episode 42. Our week four special, I guess. Um, we're officially 138 days away from the Super Bowl. I mean, like, I want it to come quick, but also I don't. It's weird. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how I like this, uh, this countdown. But uh, yeah, let's go into our schedule for episode 42 we're gonna go into our question of the week our game of the week and then shaner's gonna host this or that yes you're hearing that correctly shaner is hosting this or that this week then we're going into nbc trivia top five and of course our lock of the week in terms of betting but before we head into our question of the week um as you can see there is only four of us if you're on spotify you can't really see there is four of us uh Unfortunately, Dawson couldn't be with us today. Uh, he's currently taking uh, his SATs. Uh, he's trying to go to school in the States. Uh, he's trying to go to Washington, actually, uh, the University of Washington, um, the state. Trying to become a Husky because uh, he's trying to bring that program back to the national uh, football playoffs. So, listen, good luck to you, Dawson. Uh, and with that being said, let's head to our question of the week. This week for the question of the week, I, uh, I was actually talking to a, a, a big fan of the show, my buddy, uh, my buddy Liam Fahey. So uh, shout out to you, buddy. Uh, and we were talking about uh, trades because he's in one of my fantasy leagues. And uh, he was trying to wonder like what he could get for Gronk. And we were talking about how like, like what, what, like what is Gronk's value and how, how he ranks with other tight ends. So the question of the week this week is, is Gronk back to being a top five tight end in fantasy football? All right. So uh, my answer is yes. Uh, but to me, he's five. Uh, my buddy Liam had him at three. And I disagree with that. Um, personally, if I was picking fantasy football, uh, I think it's unanimous that Kelsey would be one. Uh, I think it's starting to become unanimous that Waller would be two. And then even though he's not having the greatest year right now, Kittle is still my three. And I think that TJ Hawkinson is number four for me now uh, with Gronk coming up at five. But listen, uh, Gronk to me is still the biggest red zone threat out of all of them, except for maybe Kelsey. But like in terms of fantasy football, I, I, I think Kelsey and Waller are like far ahead of everyone else. Uh, Kittle is one of those guys that could literally have 30 point weeks. Um, cause he still is pretty much the number one target on that offense. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is a part of a terrible offense that doesn't have a lot of weapons. So he's going to get a lot of targets there. He had a terrible week last week. Don't even get me started. And Gronk, it's just, it, it's weird because he's, he's on the Tampa Bay Bucks offense and anyone can have 25 points in fantasy a week in, on that. Like it just, you just be having a good week, you know, like it's, there's so many weapons that it's hard to like, cover them, but I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, off the four guys you named for your top four, there's there's major drop-off. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know who, who would be, like, six, seven guys like Noah Fant. Like, you know, guys, you know, solid guys, but nothing serious. So, 
right now, Gronk definitely belongs in the top five. I think he's number two in fantasy tight ends right now. So, you know, he, he's earned his spot there. Uh, if we're talking about real life, I, I don't – maybe he's in the top five right now. But uh, I, I think he's there temporarily. He's, you know, he's not going to – I don't know if he's going to produce like this all year. So, obviously, his value is at an all-time high right now if, you, if you're looking to trade him or whatever. But uh, that's a guy I would look to trade because I don't know if he, he can really do that all year. So, yes, right now, top five. His value is probably as high as he's going to get. But I don't know if uh, he'll do that all year long for you. Would you change my, uh, my top five from going one Kelsey, two Waller, three Kittle, four Hawk, five Gronk? Or would you change that at all or no? Fantasy football-wise, definitely not. I would put Gronk yeah. even higher just because of where he is right now. Um, so, no, I, I wouldn't. I definitely think Hawk is, is a legit guy, too. I think he's going to produce all year for them. He's their best weapon. So, yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah, I don't have anything crazy to add. Um, top five fantasy guys, tight ends right now. Yes, absolutely. Is it sustainable all year? We'll see. I love the red zone target, so I will say that. He's yeah. he used to be – last year was Mike Evans, like, 90% of the time. Gronk is that dude right now for that team. So, I, do, I don't like how there's a lot of weapons on that offense, but the way Gronk fits into the red zone packages and, and even anywhere inside the 30, really, they're trying to hit him on seams and stuff. Yeah, I, I like him as a top five guy right now. I agree with you, though, BS. I would trade him. Um <coughs> It, it, yeah, his value is as high as it's going to be right right now. He might he might keep it up for a little bit, but we'll see where that goes. In terms of your top five, Matt, I think I would put Hawk over Kittle right now. And Kittle's on a big decline. Kittle doesn't he doesn't look like he's part of the offense right now. I mean, he got he had a couple of big plays last week, but since uh, like since the beginning of the year, he, he really he's, doesn't look like he's part of that offense whatsoever. Uh, obviously, he's a great block in tight end, and we know he's they, they love. Um, him for that but in terms of fantasy he's not a guy I'm looking to trade for if I'm missing a tight end right now so if you if tomorrow uh you get an offer uh Kittle for nothing or or Hawk for nothing who are you taking on your team you're taking Hawk I'm taking Hawk uh, and I'm not even thinking twice about it interesting okay uh Cam kind of said it I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes for now but throughout the season I'm gonna go with no uh, there's, there's too many mouths to feed out there in Tampa. Um, and there's, there's guys that I think are going to start moving ahead of Gronk as the season goes on. Uh, guys like LBS said, kind of Noah Fant, the way, uh, you know, KJ Hamler just went down for the season. So that's one less mouth to feed in Denver. Uh, Tyler Higby is building a big connection with Matt Stafford right now. Uh, and as much as, uh, you know, I rag on him in real life, uh, Evan Ingram's a big target for Daniel Jones in, in New York, and there's guys like Robert Tanyan who came on last year, who's a, a big red zone threat in uh, in Green Bay. So right now, yes, he is the way he started off, but with AB coming back, uh, you know he missed this week. Uh, he'll come back. God would eventually. Mike Evans is, has to get going in Tampa. Uh, so I think right now, yes, but as the season prolongs, maybe after you know you know when playoffs come along for fantasy, I don't think Gronk is going to be in that top five conversation. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, Liam Fahid, that's your answer from four of the five NBC boys. Uh, hey, let's move on to our next segment. It's the segment we do during the NFL season. That's our game of the week. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, if you haven't noticed, there's still four of us. And uh, before we get into the game of the week, uh, Dawson just texted me. He said uh, he actually wasn't taking the SATs. He was, uh, he was on a private jet. Uh, yeah, he to be Carson Wentz's personal doctor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Carson Wentz is made of glass right now. And I mean, a guy sprains both of his ankles in one game. They had to get the best doctor on the planet to, to figure out what's going on. And Dawson seems to be that guy. Um, so Dawson, good luck figuring out what's going on there. But uh, yeah, our game of the week this week, um, it's, our, it's a Monday night game. So the Las Vegas Raiders are going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Big divisional matchup. Uh, a lot of playoff implications for sure, even though it's the start of the year. Um, and listen, I, my score, I think I'm 3-0 now in these, so that's good. Uh, my score is 35-28 Chargers. Okay? Listen, 
Although the Raiders have impressed me, I think the Chargers are a better team. I'm still not completely sold on the Raiders. If they beat the, the Chargers, I'll be a believer. I'll say it right now. I'll start being a believer. Unless the Chargers absolutely play terrible, but the Chargers play good and they lose to the Raiders, I'll start believing in the Raiders. My X factor this week, uh, it's the battle of the MVP candidates. Listen, Derek Carr playing out of his mind. Justin Herbert's playing about as good as he can get. Um, to me, whoever throws the most picks is probably going to end up costing their team. Whoever makes the most mistakes. I mean, I know that's, that's a, such a cliche thing to say, but like, I don't know. I think both of these offense are playing well. And uh, whoever makes the least amount of mistakes is probably going to come out with this game, especially since both teams are pretty good. But yeah. Yeah, I agree here. Uh, obviously, I was high on the Raiders last week. I still am. Don't know if I'm a believer, like Matt just said. Uh, for that reason, I'm going 27-21 Chargers. I, I don't think it's going to be a that, that big of a shootout. I mean, still a high-scoring game, but um, I see the turn turnover battle being the biggest thing. Obviously, Matt just said that's a little cliche, but the Chargers have four, six t- turnovers this year and three against arguably the best offense of the, of the, season, of, of the NFL here versus the Chiefs. And uh, if we look at the Raiders, D, another solid D. Uh, Trayvon Mullen got the Raiders their f- first pick th- this week. But obviously, Tra- uh, Trevon Morig is questionable as well. So that could be big for, for the Raiders' defense here. So I don't know. That's something I would look out for. And all in all, I think it's, it's going to come down to, you know, who can take care of the football, like Matt just said. And I like the Chargers to win, uh, you know, the NBC game of the week. What would you say the score was going to be for you? 27-21 for the Chargers. Okay. Yes, sir. I think it's going to be a bit of a grind, but even, even though that's high scoring. Yeah, we're unanimous through here through uh, through three guys here. I don't think I'm not super confident in this pick because I really don't know what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be tight, but mm-hmm. I have the Chargers winning 31-27. Um, my X factor being the Raiders O line and the run game. The Chargers pressured Patrick Mahomes for on 43% of passing plays this weekend, which is more, which is a higher percentage than the Bucks pressured him on in the Super Bowl, and we saw how badly he was running around. The Raiders lost Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson this offseason. Two extremely important pieces. And not that Derek Carr's been running for his life. I don't have the numbers on that, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't like their chances. The Chargers D-line looks really good. Um, obviously, Joey Bosa is a problem. Derwin James is all over the field right now. But listen, if Josh Jacobs is out and they're relying on Peyton Barber again, I don't like their chances very much. Um, he did run for over 100 and look good against Miami, but We'll see what happens. I do like the turnover battle, too. Derek Carr threw a pick six last week. He cannot do that again this week. Uh, but Herbert and that offense look good. I'm riding the Chargers a bit here this week. But I, th- I think the legend will, will be close, though, I think. Listen, if you guys haven't uh, noticed yet, Cam's pretty sick. And uh, all I got to say is, Cam, that sick voice is pretty sexy. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long weekend. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna jump in here. I'm gonna take the Raiders though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lone wolf it this week. Uh, the reason I'm taking the Raiders before I give the score is I think the Chargers sold out to beat the Chiefs. I think you know not not that this is really a, a trap game with the Raiders, but I think they just gave everything they had uh, on Sunday against the Chiefs. That right now they're kind of coming off. Uh, you know they're gonna drop a little bit. So that's why I go with the Raiders. The Raiders only beat Miami. Not to say Miami's not a good team, but Miami with a backup quarterback and their record currently is what one and two, I think. So, you know, not great, but uh, I'm going to go 37, 26 for the Raiders. Uh, I think, like I said, they sold out. Uh, I think Derek Carr. You know, Brian Edwards is kind of getting going. Henry Ruggs is getting going. Uh, you know, Derwin James and, and Darren Waller is going to be a fun matchup. But my X factor this week is uh, is the two Raiders corners. Uh, Casey Hayward right now is uh, has the second lowest passer rating against in the league as a corner when he's targeted. So right there, I think he's going to be with Keenan Allen all day. So if he can lock up Keenan Allen, it kind of – well, I don't, I don't really think anybody can lock up Keenan Allen. But slow Keenan Allen down, it makes Justin Herbert have to attack Trayvon Mullen who teams have been attacking for the, through the first three 
games of the year, and he's looked very good. He's a physical big corner. He's going up against a big physical receiver in Mike Williams. Uh, to me, that's where it breaks down is if who's going to be more physical. And, you know, Trayvon Mullen does get a lot of those pass interference calls because he's so physical. Uh, so it's going to be who's more physical in that battle and who could stay clean off the penalties because they're going to be hand fighting down the field the whole game. So if Trayvon Mullen could keep Mike Williams quiet, I think the Raiders win this game. Mike Williams has been on a tear this year. Yeah, I was, a, uh, I was about to say. Fair. And also, uh, just realized, a little homecoming for Casey Hayward, eh? Yeah. Was, we'll see. He, he lined up against Keenan. And, and, he got a little banged up on the weekend, too, though. I, I was scared. Yeah. Him, but he came back in the game. Merrick, yeah. that looked bad. That looked yeah. really bad. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Of the injury. It's going to be All right. West uh, this year. Uh, I, lo- I love this division so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Who would have thought that the Broncos would be 3-0 and after week three, eh? Who would have thought the Chiefs would be in last place? Literally. Yeah. Literally. And who had Derek Carr top three in the MVP <laughs> up to week three? I think he's, he, he's on pace to throw like 6,800 yards or something. <laughs> well, ridiculous. Yeah. And listen, yeah. if uh, if you're like me and you're actually uh, you are counting on Dawson to uh, to make your your pick for this game of the week, don't worry, we'll get it to you soon. Uh, but uh, currently, he is unavailable. Um, but yeah, let's move into uh, a segment we haven't done in quite a while. And uh, this week, it's actually gonna be hosted by Mr. Shaner himself. Let's go into this or that. Yeah, so uh, as you can see, we're still four. Um, Dawson, uh, he couldn't be here today. Uh, if, uh, for those who don't know, he, he just bought a new Tesla. And uh, unfortunately for him, uh, his Tesla actually just uh, it turned into a transformer. Uh, and it blew up a couple of houses uh, on his street and it disappeared. And now he's being interviewed by the FBI. So uh, quite a mess. So uh, if you're planning on buying a Tesla, maybe talk to Dawson first. Maybe he'll uh, be able to change your mind. But, uh, yeah, that's probably why he's not here. But, yeah, Shaner, let's hear it. All right. Uh, as many of you guys probably saw, we posted these, uh, this or that's on, on the Instagram stories yesterday or Monday. Um, so I'm going to read off the names. It's, it's the brother's edition. Who would you rather have right now? Um, oh, it's who would you rather have right now? now. Right now, who would you rather have right now? Okay, that changes so much. Why would I ask who you wanted five years ago? I don't know. It's just who would you rather? Who would you rather right now of these brothers? I'm going to read off. First, we're going to start with LaMelo and Lonzo. I'm going to tell you guys, 83% of you guys had LaMelo. <laughs> which I'm actually pretty surprised at 17 of you. 17% took, took Lonzo. Hey, listen, I'm ready. Three, two, one. It's unanimous. Listen, all of us have LaMelo. Uh, public, we're all riding with you. Listen, not that Lonzo's bad, but to me, literally since high school, he's been the guy. He's been the best brother out of the ball brothers. It's just, it's, it's been easy to see, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, there's not a lot for me to say. <laughs> I kind of disagree with that. I thought Lonzo coming out of high school was definitely the best brother. Agreed. But, uh, but you could you can see it now. Lamelo Lamelo has that upside. He has like superstar upside, which you know obviously both his brothers I don't think have. Lonzo is gonna be a great NBA player his entire career, but I don't see him being you know the guy on any NBA team. I will say Lonzo is a way cooler name, but gotta go with Lamelo. He's a, he's a human highlight. <laughs> saw that last year. We're gonna see it for the next ten to fifteen years probably. So. Yeah, no question. Yeah, it's simple. I don't really think Lonzo can run an offense the way LaMelo can. Uh, LaMelo's a big point guard. He's kind of in that new age of point guards, getting the big guys out there running the floor. Uh, Lonzo, you know, Lonzo's on his third team in, what, five seasons, four seasons, you know. Um, Obviously, he cashed in this year, but he's not even the guy. He's not even the number two guy. He's the number three or four guy right now on that team. And uh, LaMelo is that guy in Charlotte. So LaMelo, like, like Liam said, LaMelo's got that potential to be a superstar, possibly win, win an MVP one year. So I'm going to go with LaMelo. Yes, sir. Number two. This one was a little closer, 
we're gonna go with the Morris brothers. Would you rather have Marcus Morris or Marcus Morris? For those who don't know, Marcus plays for the Clippers and Markeith plays for the Lakers. What? Uh, what's? Uh, how did the public go here? It was sixty-seven to thirty-three for Marcus. You see, this doesn't surprise me. I have Marcus. Are we all freaking unanimous again? There's no way. Me and Marcus, I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> they both do the exact same thing. I, I heard, I've seen some stories where they were switching each other out. 100%. Dude, who knows? They all have the same tats. They all play the same role on whatever team they play on. I think but their stats are almost insanely identical. So, I, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Give me a Marcus Marquise. Same thing. Same difference to me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was going to say the same thing. Honestly. <laughs> Put them beside each other, and I couldn't tell you the difference. So. No way. Oh, oh yeah. Marcus, yes. Marcus seems to play more of a role for the Clippers than Marquise does, so I'm going to yeah. go with Marcus. Um, Back in the day, though, same fucking NBA player. Let me tell you. They also play in the same arena, so. Marcus, Marcus kind of only popped off when he went to the Knicks, so. That's when he kind of separated himself from Marquise. But uh, moving on, we're going to hop into the NHL ones right now. Keep in mind, this one's right now. Uh, maybe some people didn't realize that. But um, right now, we're going to go with the Stahl brothers. So Jordan Stahl or Eric Stahl right now, who would you rather have? 78% of the people said they would rather have Eric Stahl right now. Including myself, because I didn't think it was that right now. I thought it was just who's the better brother, who's had the better career. But I guess I'm going with Jordan now. Also Jordan. Yeah, listen, if it was uh, if it was 10 years ago and we're taking both of them in their primes, I'm taking Eric Stahl in his prime. Eric Stahl was uh, was a top 20 NHL player in his prime. Uh, he, was, he was disgusting when he played for the Hurricanes. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just think Jordan Stahl has a bigger impact on whatever team he's on right now, so – than what Eric Stahl has in Montreal. Yeah, I, I honestly, obviously Eric Stahl had a better career, but I actually love Jordan mm-hmm. Stahl. He's just, he's one of those guys who like does all the little things right. He's good penalty killer, good defensive center. Um, but yeah, it, take him right now, obviously, Eric Stahl career-wise though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you guys said, Jordan right now, Eric's career. Jordan's kind of, you know, he's that leader in a, in a young dressing room in uh, Carolina, a team that's, you know, goes deep into the playoffs every every year, it seems like. Um, you know, right now he's that third. He's kind of what that Phil Deneau guy was for Montreal right now. Doesn't get the recognition that he deserves, but uh, he is that. he's definitely that leader of, of Carolina and even on, the, on and off the ice. So Jordan's my guy right now, too. Moving on. The Hughes brothers. Would you rather have Quinn Hughes or Jack Hughes? Right now. How is the – the How vote was the public? 66 to 34 for Quinn. All right. Right now, I would rather have Quinn. Um, Quinn Hughes is absolutely lighting it up in Vancouver. Um, maybe in five years from now, Jack's going to be top five player in the NHL. You don't even know. That's how. That's his upside. Um I don't know if Quinn's upside is that big, but right now I think Quinn has a bigger impact on the league than Jack does. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I just, I, and I, I think Quinn could be a, you know, top 10, top five, top 10 defenseman in this league. He's, he, he's disgusting. I, I like what he brings on that blue line. So that's why I went with him, to be honest. Jack, Jack is going to be crazy as well. So who knows, man, this is a toss up in my house. Yeah, I like both of them, but, uh, there's, there's a reason why Quinn was my Norris pick uh, before last year. I love what he does. Uh, great puck-moving guy, great on the power play. He's going to be in Vancouver a long time, as long as they can get him locked up, because right now he's in Michigan with the boys. But we'll see what happens. But, no, I, right now, yeah, absolutely, Quinn Hughes. I love Jack, though, as a, as a prospect. Yeah. I'm going to go Jack. Uh, just a, a little bias here. I'm a big Jack Hughes guy. I really like Jack Hughes. Uh, the thing that kind of set it apart also aside from that was how bad Quinn Hughes is defensively. He might be the worst of def- like defenseman defensively in the NHL right now. Offensively, he's electric. Can't take that away from him. He could drive 
the offense from the back end, and he's a big reason that Canucks score a lot of goals, especially on the power play. But defensively, he's got to be with a shutdown defenseman or else that pair is just getting burnt every play. So uh, that's why – those are two reasons I went with Jack Hughes on that. The worst defenseman in the NA- – the defensive defenseman in the NHL. The worst. Statistically, yeah. He's, he's bottom – like bottom five. You ever seen that guy try and play defense? Buddy, he's on the top. He's on the top pairing. Doesn't statistics don't mean nothing? He's playing against play guys defense? like Connor McDavid and. Have you ever seen him play defense? Okay, if if he was the worst defensive defenseman, he'd be on the third line, and they just put him on the first line of the power play. Like, let's be honest. It's not how you use a defenseman, buddy. You're not gonna. You're you're gonna no, tell like, me. Have you seen Vancouver's system? Vancouver's system is all about fleeing the zone. So they're gonna put the best guy to flee the zone who can get the puck out. Okay. And that's why they put him – he plays with guys like Tyler Myers, guys that are good defensively. you saying and that Quinn Hughes is the worst defensive defenseman in the NHL, and you know you're lying. Like. He is 100%. <laughs> you could check the stats. You could check the analytics. He is one of the worst defensive defensemen in the NHL. Okay. Because he's not – it's like he's not – he doesn't play defense. Well, okay. not that he doesn't play defense, but he's not good defensively at all. Okay. okay. I set this one out. This is a Quinn Hughes fan account, so I won't say no slander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, the next one was the closest one we had. And I'm surprised by the winner, honestly. Uh, Brady or Matthew Kachuk? The public went 51% Brady. That's about three, two, one. All right, so we're split here. So we're just like the public. Myself and Cam have Brady. Um, listen, uh, Mac and Chuck, man, shout out to that guy. He, uh, he won us a couple championships, uh, for me and Shane, this is Saskatoon sniper rune, but, uh, Brady Kachuk, man, I'm talking about right now, Brady Kachuk is one of the only good things going for the Sens right now. Uh, absolutely unbelievable player. And if I'd want, I'm, if I'm taking him now, it means I'm getting him for a long time. So I'm going to take him now. I mean, could- Matt is like two years older than you. I still would rather Brady. I think he's a better player. That is insane. Anyways. Yeah, I, I think I th- I think personally think Matt is the more talented out of the two, but it, it it's a toss up for me. I this this one feels like the Mark Marcus and Markeith Morris twins. I hate both of them, to be honest. I don't like the Kachuk brothers. Don't know why. They just piss me off. I see them, I want to fight them. Uh they're just uh, they're just those kind of guys, <laughs> those, those kind of players, you know, little pests. But uh, I can't deny their talent. They're both great players, but uh, I'm going to give Matt the edge here. Yeah, I, I could have gone with either one. Um, obviously, Matt Kachuk has a little signature move in front of the net there, but uh, <laughs> look, I like where Brady's going. He's very likely going to be the captain of, of the Sens. Um, so, yeah, I, I, not much to say here, honestly. They're both sick. Uh, yeah. I just like Brady a little bit better. Uh, I, I would understand why, why people would hate the Kachuks. I'm a, I'm a big Matt guy. Uh, to me, Matt's a lot better than Brady Kachuk is. Uh, they're both insane. really talented. What? That's insane. <laughs> he is. He's a, to me, he's a, lot, he's a lot more talented. Brady's kind of more physical. He's kind of a bigger body. Uh, he's also a prick, like in a good way. He's a guy you want to have on your team. Uh, he's going to be the captain, like like Cam said. I'd be shocked if anybody else got the captaincy. But to me, Matt Kachuk's a guy that could put up 90 points a season or put up a point per game per season. He's led the Flames a couple times in points throughout his career. Um, he's a guy who could get you 30 goals a year, a guy who could get, like I said, 80, 82 to 90 points a year. Uh, to me, he's just more talented. But Brady, Brady seems to be the better, uh, better uh, person. And I like I could also say that like you take Matt and put him in Brady's position with the Sens, I think he's gonna drop down. Like you're saying, like he could put 90 points. Like Matt, sure, I think you put the I think you put Brady with. I don't think I think Brady's top line of, of, of Calgary. I think he's getting point per game too. Like there's no way Brady's a point per game player. All right, I think Matt is more like Brady's physically bigger and physically a better hockey player, but Matt talent wise, Matt's more talented than Brady is. Okay, so when I said Brady's a better player, you said that's insane, and you just said it. <laughs> Figure it <Yeah>. out. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, 
switching over to football here. This one was uh, the biggest biggest landslide we kind of had here. Uh, we're going to go with the Kelsey brothers. So Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey. Uh, the public went 89 to 11 for Travis. This was – this was this was, shouldn't even have been a question. For anyone who said Jason Kelsey – you're 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 crazy. I know you're just you're, yeah. You're crazy. Both of you are fucking. I'm gonna crazy. explain why. I'm gonna 100. percent I'm gonna explain why. You're ridiculous. I'm gonna Travis explain Kelsey why. is gonna end up being the best freaking tight end of all time. You're I'm you're, you're insane. Why. You're insane. I'm gonna explain why. Oh my god. Anyways, I had Travis. So did LBS. I don't know if Cam was joking, but he had Jason, and so did Shaner. I'm semi joking. Uh, if you're actually asking me who I'd take on my team today, right now, it's obviously Travis Kelsey. But I'm an Eagles fan, and I know, like, personally what Jason Kelsey has been through and and all that he's brought to this franchise over the last 10-ish years since he's been in the league. Uh, dude, the guy played with, like, a dislocated elbow. He, he's There was a game where he was braced up, both arms, both shoulders, like, both knees. Like, the guy is indestructible. I don't, I'm not going to try and convince you guys there's any way that I'm taking <laughs> Travis – I mean, I'm taking him over Travis, but – just wanted to shed some light on, on how big of a beauty uh, Jason Kelsey is. All right, I'm not going to say I don't want Travis because I would absolutely love to have Travis. More I can't than, believe you're fucking you're saying this more right than, More than many, but uh, right now, as a Giants fan, the bigger need is for O-line than it is for a, a tight end. So, Jason so Kelsey, oh I don't know why you're lying. It's true. What I just said is 100% true. Okay. <laughs> It is. It would, I would 100% rather have an O-line who's solid than, you know, obviously I would love to have Kelsey, but the bigger need for the Giants right now is obviously O-line. So that's why I went with Jason. But uh, I would have to agree. I, I expected this to be like 100% Travis Kelsey. And that's the only reason I would take if the Giants had a good O-line... Someone probably just messed up, bro. Someone probably yeah, just... probably. Clicked on Jason. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> if the Giants had a good O-line, there's not a chance I'm taking... Jason, but there was probably a couple of people fucking clicking, like just skipping through yeah. them, but they ha- happened to punch the fucking. They have the shit. Oh, someone has never watched football. football. I gotta go with Jason to help my team. Oh my god! Actually, I, you know what probably messed people up? I think the Jason was under Travis, and the Travis was under Jason in the picture in the story. I mean, <laughs> anyway. <Anyways. laughs> All right. Uh, right now, keep in mind. Right now for this one. Uh, who would you rather have, T.J. Watt or J.J. Watt? Uh, the public went 54% J.J. Um, we're all on T.J. I think it's quite obvious. I think the reason why people said J.J. is because, I guess, just like the poll wasn't clear. It just wasn't like – it was just who would you rather have. It's like – it's like if you're asking uh, who would you rather have, his, uh, a guy's dad in his prime or a, a son in his prime, you know, like you never really know. You can't really compare them together. Right now, TJ Watt is easily the better player. It's not even close. But I would – first of all, I wrote TJ now, JJ before because JJ Watt basically was the NFL like five years ago. This guy like literally had a year where he had like four offensive touchdowns. This guy's a fucking – He's a defensive lineman. <laughs> like, guy had, a, like, two pick six, like, a, a pick six in two consecutive weeks. Like, it was – he ran the league. It made no sense how good he was. I can't believe he didn't win MVP that year. Like, like it's nuts. Yeah, and, he, and he's still a dog. He's still he's 100%. still performing solid for the cards. But uh, TJ's just better, I think, right now. And a bigger part of, of, of the defense he plays on. So, that's why I went with him. Yeah, well, right in this instant, I'm taking JJ because TJ's out. But no, not actually. But um, yeah, JJ's get off is still wicked, but he's he's not doing what he used to be able to do, and and TJ's just coming into his prime. So yeah, I, I think it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, uh, pretty much. If it, if it was before career wise, JJ Watt right now, obviously. Uh, you guys have what three defensive players of the year? TJ has none, but right now TJ Watt is is like I said last week to me the number two edge guy in the NFL. So I gotta go with uh, gotta go with TJ. Next one, two kind of relatively young guys in the league. 
the Bosa brothers. So would you rather have Nick or Joey? Public went 63% Nick. Me and the public are vibing right now. I'm going with Nick. All right, so me and Liam have Nick, and Cam and Shaner have Joey. You know who's not vibing right now? Me and Shaner. <laughs> can't get on the same page, fuck. Listen, uh, this one's quite a it's, – it's about as close to a toss-up as you're going to get in this uh, for me. But uh, right now, I think uh, Nick is just – to me, Nick is the better player right now. I think he's just the bigger threat. Um, and uh, – I think he just does more for that defense than Joey Bosa does for his. Can't really do that when he's on IR every year. Yeah, that's 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 a good point actually. But nah, but uh, yeah. To me, it's still a toss up. Uh, I I don't know. I like both brothers. They're both they're both dogs, you know. But I, I agree. I, I I do think Nick has the edge over him. Uh, and that Niners defense is just. Legit, and I think he—he's the reason why. So I, that's why I, I went with Nick, but uh, I still think Joey's a top, maybe even a top five DN in the league, you know. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go Joey here just because he's been like a, a foundational piece for that Chargers defense uh, for the last since he's been in the league. Really, like it's been him and Derwin James, and and Joey's missed a lot of time too. Like it's. It's a weird comparison here because both guys have missed mm -hmm. almost full seasons yeah. with injuries, but um, I just really like what Joey does. He's he's super flexible. Nick is too, obviously. They're they're pretty much, again splitting images of each other almost. But yeah, yeah, I, I like the way the Chargers use Joey a lot, though. Um, like he was crazy on the weekend, but yeah, I listen. If you're giving me the choice of either, I'm happy to take. Uh, I'm happy to take both of them. Yeah, um, I went with Joey. Like Cam said, they kind of both uh, have a lot of injuries. But Joey's been in the league longer, so I've seen him play more often than I've seen Nick. Uh, so I have a bigger sample size of Joey than I do Nick. So that's like Cam said also, they're, they're spitting images of each other. It's literally like watching. If you put them side by side, it's like watching the same player. But I just have more NFL experience watching, watching Joey than I do Nick. Uh, last one. I kind of just threw this one in for the baseball fans so you guys could uh, be happy. Um, we're going to go with the Seeger brothers, Corey Seeger for the Dodgers or Kyle Seeger for the Marlin, uh, for the Mariners. Uh, the public went 65% Corey. Public. I'm with you. Is that how you write Corey? My bad. All right, so we're all on Corey. Uh, listen, if I'm going to be honest, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was Corey a finalist for NL MVP like a few years back? Probably. Literally think he was. So. He, won, he like won rookie of the year by like a landslide, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Listen, listen, I guess uh, if I just see that, I'm, I'm going to take that right away. It's, it's hard to <laughs> and, uh I don't know. I, I feel like I've said, I mean, like Shaner said in the last, I feel like I've definitely seen more of Corey than uh, the other guy. Yeah, this one, this one's the the one that's the like not the closest for me. Uh, Corey's I think like six years younger than he than his older brother is. Uh, he has like two batting titles. Uh, he won that. He won the uh, what's it called World Series MVP last year too. So I just I think he has better career numbers. I think he's better right now. I think he's better all the time. So I'm going with Corey. Yeah, nothing to add. I just. Uh, not a huge baseball guy, obviously. That's well documented on this podcast. But uh, yeah, I, I I've heard Corey Seager a lot more than I've heard Kyle Seager, so that's all I have to say. Listen, both guys are good with their bats. Both guys are are good defensively. Um, Corey, to me, he's, he's just entering his prime, and I feel like his prime is is already better than what Kyle's was. So that's why I went with Corey, and uh, like he he's got that World Series in his. Uh, his belt. I don't even know if yeah, could, which Kyle does not. Yeah, I, say, I don't even know if Kyle's ever in so. the playoffs. True. All right. Well, that does it for this or that. Thanks, Shaner, for hosting. I think you did a pretty damn good job. Say thank you. Say it.
All right, next segment. Fuck. Jesus. Oh, okay. Right, let's go into NBC trivia. All right. So, welcome back to episode 42 in NBC trivia, where uh, myself, Matthew Campbell, the defending champion, will be hosting. This is the scoreboard. And as you can see, there are only three contestants. Um, again, Dawson can't be here. Um, he's currently competing in something else, actually. He's, uh, he's competing in the Masked Singer. Um, oh, wait. I'm not supposed to tell you that. So listen, if you see, uh, if you see a guy in, a, in an Indianapolis Colts mascot singing at uh, the Masked Singer, and you, he's about to pull his, his head off, don't be surprised. I mean, yeah, be surprised, I guess. Act surprised. But yeah. Let's go into NBC trivia. Okay. So we got nine questions. Okay. Um, we're going to go with six NFL questions and three fighting questions. Ooh. I haven't done a lot of fighting questions on this trivia. Okay. So we'll start with the fighting questions. Okay. Is everyone ready? The first question is. These are quite easy fighting questions if you're a fighting fan, okay? Who is currently the UFC middleweight champion of the world? What the fuck? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't follow fighting like that. Me neither. But uh, I have a good guess, I think. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, so Do uh, LBS had who? Usman. Kamaru Usman. Um, Cam had Israel Adesanya, and Shaner had Diaz. No <laughs> idea. One? I what, Nick a name right there. Nick or Nate? Nick Diaz got fucked up on Saturday. Nate. I was going Nate. Yeah. Nate? I just got a name. The correct answer is Israel Adesanya, and Cam is on the board. I'm going yeah, over he's going to sweep these. Folks. No, I'm going I'm over three on these bad boys. Winners right now, huh? I'm a little bit rusty with these, but listen. if it's another if it's another weight class question, just count the boys out. Well, yeah. guess what? I'm counting you guys out because who is currently the UFC welterweight champion? Bro, I'm going with this guy. Every fucking answer. I don't give a fuck anymore. All right, Shane has yeah. <laughs> I am. All right. We got Usman from the two boys from Canada. There you go, OBS. Let's go. The correct answer is Kamaru Usman. I'm pulling for LBS right now. LBS. Right. Bro, tie him up. That was two UFC questions. Now we're doing one boxing question. Oh. Very easy. Very easy. All right, all right, all right. Oh. Who is currently a heavyweight champion in this world? I thought you got this wrong. There are Wait, two. Wait, did this just happen? There are two, and you can correctly name one. You will, you will win. Yeah, it did just happen. I'm definitely oh, fuck. I forget. I forgot who fought. Three, two, one. Oh, baby! All right, Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk are the correct answers on the board. And all of the boys have <laughs> got yeah. that. <laughs> After the fighting round, Cam is at three, LBS set two, Shaner is at one. And now we go into the oh. NFL round, okay? This is current NFL stat category leaders. Oh, man. Like this season? After week three. Okay. All right. Let's start with who is currently the NFL leader in passing yards? Five, four, three, two, one. Derek Carr from all three of the boys. The correct answer is Derek Carr. All the boys are on the board. Question number two. Who is currently the NFL leader in passing touchdowns? Ooh. Um... Are we wrong? Five, four, three, two, one. We got Stafford from 
Cam and Shaner. We got Tom Brady from LBS. Who is it? LBS has just tied Cam. Tom Brady. Oh. Please win LBS. Get in. I think of Cam. Huh. I, I don't want to win this one because it's my first. It's gonna be my first dub, but big asterisk because uh, obviously uh, our boy is over there taking SATs and he's in Indy and he's somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Who is currently the leader in receiving yards? Five, four, three, two, one. I got cup from cup? everyone. The yeah. correct answer okay. is Cooper Cup. Great job. My right. dog. <laughs> now we're getting into the harder ones. Because who takes, who takes note of defensive stats, right? Who is currently the NFL leader in tackles? Mm. Oh, I saw this the other day, but it was after week two. Five, four, three, Two, one. I have a guess. We got Bobby Wagner from Shaner. We got Kendricks from Cam. We got I don't know what that says. It says nothing. Liam. It says Liam. Says, oh, Liam. Liam. Yeah. Uh, listen. The boys. Uh, the boys in first place have uh, have someone breathing down their neck because Bobby Wagner is the correct answer. I think it's is two though. Shaner is right back in it. All right. Who currently leads the league in interceptions? Oh, there's two guys here. Is he alone or no? I can answer that. So, but then I could put multiple names, you know? Nope. Oh. Five, four. This is three. so wrong. Two, one. Let's raise him. Wait, wait. I just remember. Oh, fuck. LBS is right. You got Jason. I don't know. Jackson I don't know. LBS. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Shaner from Mike Edwards. And we have Trayvon, slash, Trayvon Diggs slash Logan Wilson. Is there a way I can give two points? Because both of Cam's answers are correct. That's insane. My goodness. That's crazy. Are those the only two guys? Those are the only two guys. They both have three. How many I picks do they yesterday. have? I saw they, yesterday. They each Fuck, have JC only has two. JC has two. Because I saw a quote from Logan Wilson, and it said, like, they asked him about it, and he's like, that's what happens when you go to the ball every play or something like that. All right. Well, unfortunately, Shaner has officially been eliminated. Um, but we go into the final question where LBS has five and Cam has six. Well, <laughs> tank. All right. The question Please is. Do. Who currently leads the NFL in sacks? Hmm. Gotta be like five, four. Oh, yeah, that's too quick. Is that too quick? Okay. A little bit. I'll, I'll wait. Hmm. You little peak, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. We got Chandler Jones from oh, LBS. We got Chandler Jones from LBS and Cam. We got Miles Garrett from Shaner. The correct answer is Miles Garrett. I wanted to go Miles Garrett too. Miles Garrett had, had four and a half sacks last last yesterday. Uh, two wow. days ago, and had one sack before that. Chandler Jones got five sacks in his first week and has not had a sack since. Yeah, I, I knew that, but I just figured he's got to be up there still. So, congratulations to Cameron, the episode 42 trivia champion. I look forward to you hosting next week. I don't look And forward. with that being said, <laughs> let's head into everyone's favorite segment, Top 5. Right. Well, uh, this week we decided to do top five favorite nicknames of all time. Okay. And uh, since Dawson couldn't be with us today, uh, we'll give you his nickname and uh, 
that nickname is Big D, okay? Because uh, he was a big force in the D-line, but not only that, um, there's another reason. It's, uh, it's, it's too inappropriate for this podcast, but um, I big think... Big force in the bed. I think Big D uh, kind <laughs> of explains it all. <laughs> all right? So let's go into my top five favorite nicknames of all time. Shout out to Shaner and Big D. <laughs> Those are some pretty good ones. Uh, <laughs> number five. Great nickname. Prime time. Deion Sanders. My goodness. Like, that is one hype nickname. Number four. If you came out to NBC's first ever trivia night, there was actually a question about this. Bartolo Colon's nickname. Big sexy. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? That is funny. That is a great nickname. Number three. My favorite athlete of all time, King James. My goodness. Guy was named King James before he even came into the NBA. Like, you're the king. Burger King for the king, baby. Fuck. Number two, Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. My goodness. Freaking, when you have a name like Matt, people start calling you Matty Ice when you make clutch plays in sports. So that's kind of stuck with me. Kind of changed it to Matty Spice. But, uh, yeah. Number one. My favorite receiver of all time, Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Megatron, big-bodied transformer, tore everything in his path. Calvin Johnson, big-body receiver, tore everything in his path. You are the man. Those are my top five nicknames. Yeah, those are also pretty badass nicknames, and I have none of them. So There you go. We got some variety. Today, all right, boys? Yes, sir. Number five, this might actually be my, like, I think is the most original one. But Katie's the Slim Reaper. I don't know who thought of it, but that's a cool nickname. That's original. Number four, this is a classic for all the Montreal people, the Rocket Richard. The Rocket on skates, you know what it is. Number three, another classic, Magic Johnson. What a great first name or nickname, I guess. But it's turned into his first name uh, these days. Number two, Another classic, a one that, you know, a whole sneaker brand was named after, Air Jordy. Come on. You jump so high, people call you Air? Fuck, that's respect. Number one. <laughs> and I think, I, think, I think this is crazy because this is a self-proclaimed nickname and it's stuck. Black Mamba. Come on, Kobe Bryant, RIP. Sick nickname that he gave himself and that's stuck. So, hey, there's my favorite nicknames of all time. Another nickname I forgot to mention in my honorable mentions, LBS. My goodness. What a nickname. Yeah, and you know who came up with that nickname, you baby fuck. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like him. I like him, LBS. He, he also sounded like you were reading for a commercial there, which, like, was pretty cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to top fives, bro, I have to put in work. You know, I put on a little show for the, for the fans. The fans, <laughs> <laughs> like your, your pregame in like primetime NFL game. <laughs> I wish. Uh, F5, I have Megatron as well. Just a sick name. Like, just find it cool. Um, at number four, Magic Johnson. Another, like, just, I just find these names all cool. Um, yeah. Number three, Sweetness. Walter Payton, I like yeah. never got to watch him play. Just find that cool nickname. Sweet is becoming a, a bit of a funny word here, but anyways, um, at number where am I? Two, two. Prime time, Dion Prime time Sanders. It does not get better than that. You're named after what everyone waits for every single week. Um, yeah, he, he had a huge influence. And then at number one. Bit of a bias because I love Conor McGregor, but the notorious. Yeah, that I, thing holds weight, man. And when he walks around yeah. with a stack hanging out in his shoulders, like <laughs> you know he's gonna fuck someone up. And when that announcer just screams, the notorious, you know it's coming. You know it's about to be a show. Yeah. All right, I got I got two that you guys didn't say, uh, but I'm gonna start off number five, Megatron. Uh, I don't know. Just it just kind of fit him, like Matt kind of described before. It just it just fit him. Uh, number four, prime time. That's uh, it's as good as it, I feel like that's as good as it gets in a, in a NFL. I say that, but number three is also an NFL player, Jerome Bettis, the bus. 
I don't know why. That shit always killed me. When I heard, when he said it, like, the next stop is Canton. The bus's next stop was Canton. That shit hit me. I don't know why. So, the bus, that guy was a unit. That, there's no way that guy should be playing running back. Jerome Bettis was a big man. Uh, number two, uh, the next two are hockey ones. Uh, number two, Mr. Game 7, uh, Justin Williams. You know how clutch you have mm. to be to get the name Mr. Game 7? You got to be disgusting. You got to show up when it's time to show up. So, Justin Williams, good for you, Mr. Game 7. Number one, I got the Rocket Richard. Uh, the name's so good, they named an AHL team after him. So, That's the Rocket. Point. The Rocket is my number one. All right. Well, that being said, let's head into our last segment. Let's end off with a bang with our lock of the week in terms of betting. Okay. Um, well, listen, last week we came up with uh, a punishment for uh, if, you, uh, if your lock of the week did not hit. Unfortunately, mine did not. I believe uh, LBS's did not. Did you guys hit? Yeah. Early. Listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not bailing out of it. I'm just letting you guys know tomorrow I'm going to the golf course. I'm going to be drinking on the golf course, so I'll shotgun – a White Claw or a Bud Light, whatever I'm drinking for you guys, and I'll throw it in the story, and LBS will probably do the same. I don't want to speak for LBS, but I feel like that's something he'd like to do. No, what was your lock? My lock was Lamar Jackson over two and a half total touchdowns, and he got one, I think. That was, that was a quiet game. LBS, yeah. what did you have again? Thursday, oh, yeah, and McCaffrey. That was, was CMC, uh, that was tough. Over 45 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, that is tough. Unfortunate. But- Listen. Last week is last week. Let's go into this week. And uh, if you guys wanted to know the real reason why Dawson's not here, it's because unfortunately he's having migraines. So that's why he uh, couldn't join the show. But uh, hopefully this will make him feel better. Because uh, my lock of the week is Colts plus one and a half against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. I wrote Eagles. I was like, wait, I thought it was the Dolphins. I don't know why I wrote Eagles there. But yeah, Colts plus one and a half against the Dolphins. Let's do it. Dawson, I'm with you. I like that. I like that. Well, uh, I'm going back to Thursday night game. Another player prop. James Robinson over three and a half receiving, uh, receptions. I think the Jags are, Jags are going to want to simplify things for Trevor now that he's thrown so many picks and designed some quick hitters for him. Or even, you know, uh, emphasize on, you know, doing reading, going through your checkdowns and hitting your checkdown real quick. So I love it. And it's at plus 155. Great value for a lock, boys. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to another one with sick value here. Um, everyone's high on the Broncos right now, which I get. They're 3-0. No one expected them to be here, but they've played the Jets. Sorry, Shaner, but the Giants and the Jags. Um, they haven't played anyone really of, of relevance so far. Um, they have the Ravens this week. I'm getting the Ravens at minus, uh, plus one and a half right now. Take that. I'm going to go money line straight up. Uh yeah, the Ravens are in a different league still, even with a couple injuries. Uh, I think they win by a touchdown at least. I'm going to go back to the well that has treated me so well. Uh, college football. <laughs> this one, I don't actually know if it's going to hit. This one's a little riskier because last week I went with Florida over Tennessee. Uh, so the over-under right now in the Alabama game, Alabama Ole Miss is, is currently set at 79 and a half. Okay. Holy shit. I'm taking the over. Whoa. Only one game this year between the two of them has one of them not scored at least 40 points, and that was Alabama against Florida. So I'm taking the over. We might have to get the the beer bong ready because I'm not very (laughs) confident with that one. (laughs) Hey, listen, you went with a pretty easy one last week. I'll give it it to you this week. This is honestly – I was honestly very close to taking under 80 as my lock for that game, but I, I, I went back and forth on it, but I got a, uh, well, last year it was like 52 to 40 something. I think the final score. So Matt Corral life right is too is short up. to bet. Life is too short to bet the under. Just always remember that. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure Matt Corral also right too now. short to follow our advice on betting. So yeah, very true. I, Matt Corral's number think, one right now in the Heisman and Bryce Young uh, is kind of, uh, he's got something to prove. So 
We'll see what happens. Fired up for that game, let me tell you. I hope Ole Miss wins. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, well, listen, that does it for episode 42. I promise you guys that on episode 43, our good friend of the show, Dawson, will be back. All right? So, yes. give this little video a like. Give this video a share. And, of course, this cutie with the Seattle hat will give you a big, wet, and fat kiss.